Welcome to One Thought at a Time with Ian Travers, where we get curious about what makes us tick. We're here today with a man who the whole country is in need of right now. Welcome, Les Conway. Thank you for having me. No, it's great. It's a pleasure. Um, nice to have a conversation. Um, and I think the last time we met was uh, was in your back garden, wasn't it's it? On a here. beautifully hot uh, summer's afternoon. In fact, you're dead lucky. I haven't got my shorts on now, actually. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I think we agreed then that it was uh, we sh- we should have a we should have a chat on the on, on the airwaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just um, start it off by telling people uh, what you do, Les. So I'm a lifestyle financial planner. Um, which to a large degree is based around financial advice. Um, But it goes somewhat more deeper than the principle of what people think financial advice basically is. Um, Ultimately, it's about getting people from A to B, but establishing basically where they are now, but more importantly, where they want to end up in, in terms of their destination and trying to work out the best way of establishing how that journey can, can function and in particular working around um, ob- obstructions that are unquestionably going to occur and making sure that they can basically achieve what they want to achieve. I think the thing that really ad- attracted me um, and interested me when we had the conversation with parallels between us, because obviously I'm very interested in um, people uh, achieving something that they want to achieve you know, with, in their performance or their life or whatever. And I really like the way that you... We, we, there seemed to be a, a connection there between the way you approach the financial planning. This, this, what does the future want to look and feel like? Mm. Um, so that's interesting. So, so how how long have you how long have you done that for? Uh, I think I'm coming up to thirty two or maybe thirty three years. I mean, I suppose with numbers, I should be quite good on that. <laughs> but um, uh, I, uh, it was it was nineteen ninety January nineteen ninety. I started, so you could, everybody could work out what that calculation is, I guess. But um, but it's, there's been a bit of a metamorphosis uh, for one form or another um, in how I started, how things evolved. Um, but. About 12 years ago, in fact, I think it's actually coming up to 13 years, actually. I was thinking about this the other day, when the planning for me going off my own really started and trying to go down this kind of new path and, and trying to do things differently from a lifestyle financial planning type of way. So take us on the journey, Les. How, how did you if, you, if you go back as early as you, as, as you, as you feel um, works, but how, how did you navigate to the position that you, that you have now? Well, to a degree, it was circumstance. I mean, it wasn't, if I'm honest, it wasn't something that I planned. It wasn't something I necessarily thought, oh, I really want to do this or go down this particular path. Uh, it just kind of happened. Um, and keep it short and simple, um, the, the chap that I was working with um, kind of wanted to go down a particular direction, and it wasn't the same direction I wanted to go to. And as I used the phrase at the time, it was a bit like a rock band splitting due to creative differences. It was just like <laughs> I wanted to do different things. Um, and it was his suggestion about me going off my own. But for some bizarre reason, I liked that idea and I cottoned onto that idea very quickly. And it kind of rolled from there. I don't know what the timeline was. I can't remember. But it was it was pretty quick. I was scared at the beginning. <laughs> I think we've all that who have gone right, on our own. Yeah. Right. But, uh, but it, it kind of just grabbed my attention. And it kind of went from there. And I guess the first thing that I kind of thought was, well, what, what is it I'm here to do? What is it that I'm trying to do? What is it I'm trying to achieve here? Um, and albeit the fact that part of the profession have been on this journey and going down this particular path anyway at that time, um, the key thing that I realised was that all people really wanted was the ability to pick up the phone mm-hmm. and say, just tell me it's going to be okay. 
Now, the fact we're talking about money and our finances is kind of is relevant, but kind of not relevant in in a way. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that more so. But that's really what I realise. People, all people want, they just want to be able to have that reassurance and have that confidence that life is going to be okay. Yeah. And that was kind of what what really kind of pushed me down that particular path in terms of how I started to really promote my way, my style of doing things. And the other thing I would say was, I, I would say to existing clients at the time, look, this is not about um, how this has been done before, how I've done it before, who I've worked with, how it's worked. It's just different now. It's just yeah. different because it's me as the licensee uh, that's got their name above the door. And it's just, you know, my approach of how, uh, you know, I feel things should be done going forward. And so, and what is that approach, Les? What, what, just, just help us understand what is that approach, that, that, that different approach? So uh, typically, uh, I guess the best way to, to, to phrase it is that I always use the term uh, although the money's important, it's what you do with it that counts. Yeah. Now it's very marketingy in the terms yeah. of a term. It's very you could argue it's very crass, but but principally, as I said before, with people just wanting that reassurance, it's not about the physical money mm. that that really matters. It's kind of how our life um, unfolds and how we do the things we want to do in life, which, mm. which is really what counts. And it doesn't matter whether it's family related. It doesn't matter whether it's uh, aspirational. It doesn't matter whether you're into a particular sport or whatever it might be it just you know everybody basically wants to achieve what they want to achieve the trick is not everybody knows what it is that they want to achieve and trying to draw that out of people yeah uh, that are willing to go through that process and not everybody is so that's that's the fundamental trying to establish what it is that people want which in a lot of cases they don't know themselves yeah to try and get them to the end journey uh basically to the b of the a and b um, down that path, and I guess when with, with your approach here, when you're talking about that future goal, that's not a numeric goal. That's that's something they want to do with their life, and the numbers kind of then come well secondary to that. Or well, the short answer, well, it's a yes and no. I would say to that. <laughs> um, quite often, I use the answer. Also, it depends, but but ultimately, it's a yes and no. Uh, now, what do I mean by that? Well, to a degree. Um, the analogy I would give in this this example is um, we all drive a car. Well, mo- most of us drive a car. Majority of us. Most people are not that bothered about how the car works. Mm. Uh, they're fundamentally interested that the car works every time they get in the car. So yeah. when they take it for its annual service, um, they're not that bothered when the engineer, mechanic, technician, whatever they call themselves these days, lift up the bonnet and says, Oh, right, just to let you know, I've done this, 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 and this, and this, right? Most people aren't interested in that. Yeah. What they're interested in, they get in the car, they turn the key or press the button, and it starts first time. Yeah. And every button they press, whether it's the air con, whether it's the radio, whatever it might be, it, it, works. it works every single time. And yeah. there's a sense of expectation mm-hmm. in that sense um, that that's going to happen. Um, naturally, they don't want it to cost them an arm and a leg, but if there are repairs that need to be undertaken and it is going to cost them money... Provided they understand what needs to be done and it's worthwhile keeping the vehicle on the road, well, we're probably going to spend the money to yeah. do that. Yeah. But the, the the underlying technical aspects aren't that important. Now, that's exactly the same in, in lifestyle financial planning terms. Okay. Um, I'm not, I've never actually found the right word to replace it, but I hate the word goal and I hate the word objectives in, in, in this sense. But uh, it, it's very difficult to find an alternative word, but that's ultimately what we are doing. Mm. People have goals and they be, have objectives in financial planning terms and a mechanism to be able to achieve those goals and objectives is having the money to do so yeah um so there is an intrinsic link for sure but 
you have to start at the, at the correct point, which is where are you now? Where do you want to be? And how are we going to get there? Yeah. And the money is kind of that engine, that kind of that f- intrinsic, vitally important part of the vehicle that's going to make it work and going to make it function um, every single time that you, you press the button. And uh, I guess to use another parallel here, um, obviously I, I, I don't, I don't understand entirely the financial business, but the 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 comparison to the the mechanic in the garage is you 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 go in because you just want your car to work. You have you have no idea all the different levels of expertise, services, and functionality that there is available to make your car work. And I guess what what we're saying here, this isn't just necessarily ins versus outs. This is how you're making money work for you. Um, it's products that you might not even be aware of that will enable you to do things that you want to do in the future. It's you're you're almost like the gearbox here, are you? Of 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 connecting people with what they want to achieve. It's a good it's a good analogy. The gearbox. Um, I, I I prefer to refer to almost. It's not relevant to the to the, to the motor car in that sense, but I prefer to re- refer to it almost as the coach. Um, you know, similar to to, to what you do. You yeah. Um, and and people do need coaching. They do need coaxing as well mm-hmm. in terms of trying to understand where they what basically where they are and and almost being challenged with with certain aspects of their life about uh, when it comes to basically what ultimately would be the case probably making choices now those yeah. can be good choices they might not be um, such good choices by comparison and but sometimes you have to face life um, you know in a bad when, when things are looking bad in the same way they're looking good but that can that can cause a lot of stress for people. That can cause a lot of dilemma. So it's about trying to get them into a, into a state of mind where they have that confidence to be able to make coherent decisions, which ultimately is where they're being coaxed and coached along the along that journey. And I, I'm sorry to keep using that word, but but it it is a journey at the end of the day. Um, so that's about as far as I would go with the analogy of the of the car in that in that respect. What what is it that about it that that gets you out of bed in the morning? What what is it that you you know having spent so long doing it? You know you 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 obviously driven by it. What what is the thing that you that you get from it? What do you like to see? I think to a large degree, it's there's a there's a massive amount of personal satisfaction, mm. um, and one of the things that have evolved for me over the last twelve or so years, more so actually to a degree over the last. I, I, again, I was thinking about this the other day, probably three or four um is the fact that you know i like to think i've got my life in a bit of a structured organized Mm. world uh organized fashion i should say um so there's a probability if i feel that i've done that for myself that that i can help one or two other people in in a similar vein so there is a massive amount of personal satisfaction when you see somebody going through that kind of eureka moment yeah um, and there's there's been many a, a case that I, I could quote in that sense, and um, but but you know, you see it, and and there's an awful lot of trepidation, an awful awful lot of apprehension and fear yes. when people first start on this lifestyle financial planning journey, because to a large degree, people don't know what it is, yeah, and it's an intangible, and particularly when they're thinking about right, so it's going to cost me money. What are the fees? Right, those are the fees, but you know, to assimilate the value. Uh, in relation to what somebody's going to pay based on something you've never had any experience before in your life yeah. uh, at all is a hard thing to do. So it's about doing that step by step and building the confidence, not necessarily in me, mm. but in the process so that they understand that they can open up 
to themselves, really, yeah. and with a, with, a, with, a, with a couple to each other yeah. um, and face the kinds of issues that they probably have been you know, sticking their head in the sand for, yeah, yeah. for so many years because yeah. it's an easy thing for us to do, yeah, yeah. not least when it comes to our finances. Mm. So it's that satisfaction bit where you, where you kind of go through that, 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 those phases and you, and you can see that people are now feeling they have the control to be able to make those decisions uh, that fits their lives. Uh, the other thing that strikes me with this as well is there's there's a huge dependency and importance on the the reciprocal trust mm. relationship here. Does that do you do you feel that do you feel the pressure of that? I, well, I wouldn't. Well, the answer is yes, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't base it on trust because trust. You know, to a large extent, the financial services world is a given. Um, there's a responsibility mm. for sure. I, I would term it more or more of that than. Yeah. The, um, uh, so, so absolutely, um, but you know, on the flip side, you know, you're not going to get with get on with everybody all the time. Yeah. You know, and and albeit the fact that you know you learn how to deal with different traits and different characteristics of people, people are human. Yeah. And you know, one client I might have a fantastic relationship with. Um, and we get on very well, and they, I understand how they think, and they know I understand how they think, and 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 help them in in that way. And others, you're kind of pushing up water uphill to a degree sometimes, yeah. but that's life. Yeah. Um. You know, you you can't make you can't take a horse to water kind of thing. Yeah. You know? So yeah. you just have to accept that. Um. Um. But I, I, as I say, I would term it as responsibility. Um, because there is one. Yes. Um, the and, it's, is and it's heavily governed, isn't it? I mean, this, this whole space is, is we a very, are heavily very... regulated. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. I suppose, um, notwithstanding the, 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 the personal relationship, at least that's one bit which you would think would take some nervousness or or manage some of the issues that might, people might have over trusting someone with their money because that bit is, is the given. Well, both both are. Um, you know, we, we can't get away from from our responsibilities under the regulation or regulations, I should say. Um, th th they're there for a reason. Um, one could argue, are things overregulated and are things regulated in a, in a manner that are really a benefit to the end user, i.e. the client, um, the stroke investor? Yeah. Um, which is a different issue completely. But that doesn't stop people having an element of apprehension. Yeah. And they, anybody can go on the on the on the regulators register, the FCA register, and check out a firm, check out an individual, and check that they they are they are they are legally, if you like, qualified to give advice because you, because to give advice without being authorised um, is is basically legal. Right. Um, does that mean there are people out there that, that try and do that? Of course there are. In, in every industry there there is. But yeah. that just because somebody sees you on a register. Uh, an official register as a regulated individual mm. does not necessarily mean to say they don't still have apprehensions. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you could argue things like, um, you know, when it happens very rarely, or at least it's happened very rarely to me, and certainly I can't remember the last time this happened, but somebody uh, who, who might have heard about me and maybe looking to use my services, um, asking a question like, um, well, can I have some references, please? Um, now, more than happy to supply them, that's not a problem. But would somebody really go to their consultant surgeon who is 
knows that they know he's got to cut them open and ask for some references. You know, I mean, it's, it's just in a way, it's kind of ridiculous. What's isn't your it? failure rate? Exactly, it's kind of ridiculous, really. But but you know, money is a very emotive thing. Yeah. You know, so you can kind of understand it to a degree. And as I said before, people are human, and and you, you can't you can't dispute that. And the the, the process. So you, you you refer to the process. You know, the sort of the. Uh, the process that you use, just uh, at a high level, just just step us through what what is the approach in terms of when the, the, take the on lifestyle planning. So if you take a if you're taking a client on, yeah. what what journey would they expect to go through with you? Okay, so fir- first things first, they, they need to understand. People need to understand that this is not a transactional type relationship. This, right. the, no, the, the only way that value is really going to be sought and gained and achieved is via it being an ongoing, regular relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> Why is that important? Well, quite simply, because circumstances change. The one thing that is absolute guarantee in life is the fact that nothing is ever going to be the same forever. Yeah. And as I often use the phrase, life has a very nasty habit of biting you on the back of the neck when you least expect it. Yeah. Uh, it also has a funny habit of, of uh, surprising you nicely in some t- yeah. sometimes. And, and when it comes to money situations, people can be as equally spooked when they haven't got enough, uh, naturally, in mm. the same way when they've got possibly too much. Yeah. You know, so that again creates a bit of an emotive human scenario. So the first thing they need to do is is be prepared to, well, number one, they've got, they've got to kind of understand that this is not a short-term thing. Yeah. Right? And it is an ongoing long-term relationship. Secondly, that they've got to commit. Mm. Um, and, and thirdly, that they've got to be prepared to open up. Now, all those things sound simple but actually they're really really complex again not least in relation to a human who's never really experienced this before and trying to very very quickly learn and assimilate well is this something i want to do yeah so as i as i often refer to it, it's like taking a blind leap of faith sometimes you just have to take a blind leap of faith yep. in life yeah um but by doing it step by step and and and, and through a lot of gentle gentle sort of overtime process builds the confidence mm-hmm. in the process and when we start to then go through the research and analysis and the key thing that i next do uh, once they're committed and once they're prepared to um, basically go through that engagement process yeah. is conduct what I call a discovery meeting. Okay. Now, a lot of people in our uh, profession call it or refer to it as a fact-find meeting, mm-hmm. which, which it kind of is. But actually, what I'm trying to do with the discovery meeting is what I say to people is I get my pencil or my pen with a nice little sharp end and, mm-hmm. I, and I poke them with some, with some specific questions. Metaphorically, so, I hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well... Sometimes it has been necessary, but uh, to you know, to to try and ask specific questions to get specific answers. Yeah. Um, And it's not about me being nosy, or or it's just the more that I know, the more I understand, the easier it becomes to try and achieve what it is they want to achieve. And I think I said this to you when we were in my garden. You know, when when you say to some people, well, "What is it you want?" and they say, "Well, I don't know." You know, the one thing they know they don't want is any less than they got now. Yeah. Right, that that's that again is a given. Yeah. So at least you've got a start point. Yeah. At least you know where, where you know where you're going from, yeah. if you like. Yeah. So the process is unfolding is understanding by delving and asking those kinds of probing questions what it is that they're looking to achieve, and and a lot of that to a degree is based on they've got stuff. How did that come about? Yeah. Things like so, what relationship have you had with a financial advisor f- before? What experience have you had with you know that kind of thing? For some people, it could be good. Some people, it could be bad. Yeah. Some people, it's been non-existent. So you know, it's it's that kind of thing which is trying to get that kind of information out of people yeah. to 
again, build the confidence from their side in the process. But the other core, really important bit, is not least as when we have a couple, is to try and get them to understand and communicate between them yeah. about certain things. Um, without going into detail, classic example was, was a, a, a couple some years ago. The, the, there was a situation where he, he this chap uh, answered my question in terms of, um, right, how did that come about? And, he, and he, he, he answered the question, but to the point where it, it was an unknown to her um, and there ended up being a bit of dialogue between them to the point, actually, she, start, she started crying because it was, for her, quite a, an important... Well, it was an important point for him, but she didn't understand why he, why he chose to continue a particular policy. That's what it actually right. was. Yeah. Um, but it was for her benefit, right. um, which was something that she n never knew before. So that was a really, really interesting reaction. So, you know, I think that's, that's an important illustration to, to you know to try and identify why this discovery process is, is, is so yeah. important and once we've done that then we can go through the principles about right now we know where where you're at this is what I think we should do right and then thereafter with the ongoing part which is probably the most important really not probably it is is making sure that they're continuing to, to you know to stay on course and, and again the, the phrase we often use is we is about getting them on track and then keeping them on track and that's the key thing. I mean, with that example as well there that, that you mentioned about, you know, um, there was an emotional experience there. I would imagine when you are working with people in this space and what you help them to do, that there can be quite a lot of emotion connected to that when you help them achieve something. Um, I mean, it's interesting how people tell you stuff they wouldn't tell anyone else. I mean, yeah. it, it, but again, money is a very emotive thing for people, yeah. not least their own. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't want... You know, they'd they like to pass on money to, to, to family, for example, um, but they're concerned that Johnny might marry Susan and it might go pear-shaped and quite how they're going to protect against that. So no names, no pack drill, but, you know, you, you obviously work with many clients. Are there any whose reactions particularly stick in your mind when you've helped them? Yeah, there, there is one. It was a really interesting circumstance um, where um, this chap's wife died as it turns out, he since died. He remarried, and he since died. But was by the by, the by. but um, this was I don't know twenty odd years ago, uh, and his wife died. And I've always had the uh, had the view about when when somebody's in that particular situation of saying, look, let, just let me deal with everything from the financials. You've got enough going on in, in your world. <clears throat> let me deal with that, and we'll 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 let just let things take their course as, as time goes by. Um, and they didn't have any children. I think from memory the lady might have had um, some siblings, but basically he was the main beneficiary. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to catch up with him just to give him a brief update of where uh, where things were at and where I got to. And I literally had kind of done a bit of a fag, back of a fag packet calculation in terms of what her accumulated assets were. Um, and he 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 was always a very straight, very pleasant. I wouldn't say non-emotional guy. He was an emotional guy, but he didn't kind of show that as a you know as a, as a, on a day-to-day -day basis. But I just happened to say to him, "Oh, just so you know, blah blah." We're talking about, and I put, I, put, I just literally said the number, and we were in a room. We were in a uh, I can't remember where it was uh, a hotel bar or somewhere, a coffee lounge or something, packed with people. And as soon as I said this number, he burst into tears. Wow! And I thought, I wasn't quite expecting that. 
you know, you know, and I didn't know what to expect, if I'm honest. But the immediate reaction, because it was this, for him, this culmination of everything that had been going on, of, you know, it was just, it was just, a, you know, it, it just a, an explosive moment for him, in, wow. for, emotionally, um, and that was a really, really interesting uh, scenario. Um, so I, 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 that that was one that's always stuck in my mind. And you you must take some some satisfaction f- from that, um, you know. Not that that was the reaction you were expecting, but knowing that you've re- you've helped mm. you've helped them there. Yeah, yeah. It was about that time that coincidentally, of which he was he was one. I had something like five clients, um, male clients, who had um, their spouses that um, that suffered either survived or, or died from cancer uh, in, in as many years. Um, and that was quite an interesting um, period for whatever reason. It was just like, wow, you know, this is this is real life stuff, you know. Um, and again, all that people wanted principally at that point in time was just tell me it's going to be okay. Yeah, which which is what you said at the outset, isn't yeah, it? That's yeah. kind of what, what people are looking for. Yeah. Finances right now is is, is very topical. Yeah, uh, you, you can't I think go a day without hearing the word in the. So, so I guess two two bits to, to this. How how have you seen the financial industry change, and what do you think people? What kind of thing do you think people should be focusing their thoughts on in a very turbulent? time like we have at the minute so how has it changed and, and what would you say people's focus could usefully be in turbulent times right well i think in 30 plus years <clears throat> is there any difference now to what we've seen in other periods of of crises possibly to an extent mm. um but in a sense nothing changes mm. you know uh, you know so i i don't think there's anything i mean there are particular challenges now with the economy uh, with inflationary pressures, stuff like that that we hear every day of the week, and we're all very personally very conscious of cost of living, except you know, obviously as a, as a byproduct of inflation. But there's been many um, circumstances in thirty plus years that I can remember. Um, uh, so, so is now any different to any other time? Well, in some respects, yes, but in a lot of other respects, no. I think fundamentally, one um, for sure, people need to be able to be aware of what's going on in their lives and not, which is very easy to do with finance, put their head in the sand. Yeah. And and it's very easy for us all to do that yeah. with different aspects of our life. But particularly, it's very easy for people to do that with monetary issues. So almost know your numbers, which I know is often used in the health Absolutely. space, but you know your numbers. Absolutely. Two, I would say this anyway, wouldn't I? Uh, advice. You know, advice is massively valuable. Hmm. Um, but people feel that they're not necessarily of the right caliber to take advice they're not the right mindset they it's it's expensive it's it's based on the certain individual circumstance mm. and equally people go through different parts of the life cycle where the relevance of in this case advice might be more so than 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 another time so again you have to look at your your circumstance what i don't think is right is for people necessarily to think they can solve the problems themselves Mm. um, which again is very easy to do with the internet now which didn't exist 30 years ago but you know there was the mail on uh, the the money mail or whatever it was back in those days um uh, or talking to fred down the pub and you know this kind of stuff well i suppose you've got you've got a headwind haven't you that everyone's a gp and a consultant surgeon now because you've got google exactly exactly (laughs) but you have to be very very careful yeah um so I think that's a fundamental. Um, 
I don't necessarily put it down to any uh, political turmoil, turmoil type issues that we've recently been experiencing and seen. Um, that's unquestionably had some contributive factors, perhaps, but ultimately the, the problems are still there. Yeah. You know, you, you've always got concerns about uh, uh, you know economies um, globally, um, inflationary pressures, interest rates, which are all interconnected to a degree. Yeah. But to try and expect it all just to you know, sort itself out. Yeah. No, you've got to take some responsibility. And that's, I think, the key message I would give to people. Just, you know, accept that you've got to take responsibility for, you know, for your life. So kind of know, know, know your numbers, take some advice and, and, and take some responsibility for, for Absolutely, it. absolutely. Um, I'm going to ask you another question now, di- different direction, because I know mm. you've, you've um, aside from the financial bit, you've, you've been doing some really, really, interesting stuff you've been doing a set of challenges haven't oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. um tell it tell us a little bit about those les and what's uh, what's behind that because that you, gives a i think a bit of an insight into in, into i think who you are as well well i think you should really talk to my wife about that one because it was her <laughs> idea um, she she did the marathon back in 2005 i think it was mm-hmm. and, and was saying to me this oh you should you should you should set yourself some challenges do some challenges whatever and for some bizarre reason i i uh, I thought, yeah, it's probably a good idea. I probably should. And um, uh, bearing in mind this is my 60th year and I'm 60 in, in, uh, in December, um, I thought, well, that's a good, 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 good way to do it. So I came up with this, this probably crackpot plan <laughs> of doing uh, uh, a series of challenges uh, totaling 60 miles or 100K where I did a 25K swim. Not all on one day, I might add, because yep. right? that was physically yep. impossible. Uh, a 25K row, a 25K... Uh, walk on a treadmill and a 25k row the row uh yeah the row i did in batches the 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 the, the spit the cycle which was on a spin bike in the gym i have no idea why i decided to do that non-stop but i did that non-stop and that was <laughs> that was the one that really surprised me uh but all, all the, the charity you know i elected for it which was uh, race against dementia which was set up by sir jackie stewart and not least because his wife, uh, Lady Helen, has got quite advanced dementia. Um, did a Czech presentation last week, actually, funny enough, which they wanted to do as a bit Brilliant. of a promo. Um, right. So uh, it was good fun, but I'm one of these people that it's done now. Move on. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> and is there a, will, there, will there be a next? What, 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 do, what do you think you'll be tempted to do? Uh, uh, take a few months off. That's the next thing. <laughs> um, you've always worked um, in London. Um, is that um, is that really to be successful in that industry, or have you worked with people outside of London? Well, I mean, I've got clients that, that have moved and, and spread around the country, more so the southeast wise as opposed to nationwide. Yeah. But interestingly, the one thing I've learned over the last couple of years, and I think to a degree we've all learned this, is um, the technology has allowed us to be much more flexible in how we conduct our lives. And certainly from a business life perspective, it took me, I don't dispute, quite a while to get uh, switched on, pardon the pun, to the virtual way of conducting a a business meeting and not least a client meeting. But I love it now. You know, and I, I give clients the opportunity to do virtual. They want to do telephone, which very few people do now. Yeah. But virtual or face-to-face in the flesh, it's entirely up to them. And and but the, the, to me, the interesting point has been um, how 
people have themselves have kind of realised that the, the saving on travelling time has been such an advantage. So it's not it, that's traditionally how it's been very localised for me. Mm. But you know, I totally accept that that's not something I, I necessarily want to continue going forward, and is not necessary going forward. And the second part of your question, is it necessary to, to succeed in the financial services world in London? No, absolutely not. Yeah. And in fact, for, for, for many, many years, a lot of the major fund management houses were based in, in Edinburgh and, 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 and such like. So it's, right. it's, it's certainly not, not the case at all. Yeah, great stuff. Um, I'm going to ask you one last question. I can't believe how the time's flown, actually. But um, uh, it's, it's my time travel question. So, knowing what you know now, Les, if, if we could conquer time travel and you could write the younger Les a note on a piece of paper and leave it for you to find somewhere, what do you think you would write to your younger self, knowing what you know now? That is a really good question. Um, I don't know what I would write, but in terms of what I would, 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 have, would, would have done, I'm not sure I would have done anything much different, really. And, I, and I'm not trying to be some smart Alec here or not there's any offence to any Alex out there but um <laughs> but um you know I, I'm not sure that I would have done anything that different um in my career but more so I'm I, I don't believe in if onlys yeah I really don't th I just I just don't see the point if onlys mm. um you can only go from where you are and move forward and and providing whatever you might have done you learnt from and could look yourself in the mirror and look yourself in the eye and say okay Right. And and ultimately, no one's got really hurt out of something. Yeah. Life's all about learning. Life's, yeah. life's about lessons. So I'm not really sure that I would have been able to say or do that. And also, the other factor within financial services in particular, there have been some quite radical changes over three plus decades of, of movie so you couldn't certain things you couldn't have foreseen yeah. and whether that's based on um, how legislation have changed over the years through government policy on 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 all sorts of different things um, or how our lives have changed technology being a classic as mm. we just discussed yeah. I don't really know how you how you how you could have foreseen and done things differently um, of any significance I, I, I think if anything I would say to people just don't procrastinate yeah. it's very easy for us to stick our heads in the sand yeah. and say oh I'll do it tomorrow but you know sometimes you just can't afford to just do it um so, if people um, wanted to to find out more, uh, you actually have a, you have a blog, don't you, as well? I have a blog, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, how, how how could people contact you if they wanted to to reach out to you, Les? So, the simplest way to do that is via my website, and there's a uh, an opportunity on. It's actually I actually re rephrase it to thoughts as opposed to blog. Mm -hmm. um, on the thoughts page, there's an opportunity to sign up to the uh, to the monthly article. Okay. Um, and that's at www.essentiallyfinancial.co.uk. Great stuff. Um, Les, I could chat for ages. Um, thank you ever so much for taking the time to come across and film thank with you. us today. Thank you. Um, so this has been One Thought at a Time with Ian Travers and our guest this week, uh, Les. If you've enjoyed the episode, please do like and subscribe. If you'd like to browse our other episodes, you can do that through your preferred podcast provider. And you can also find it on the Thinking It Better YouTube channel. If you'd like to reach out to us here on the podcast, you can do that uh, on Instagram, on LinkedIn and TikTok. We are at Thinking It Better or at Ian M. Travers. And uh, if you have been, thanks for listening. 
As we've been talking about things financial, there are some words that we need to say. The opinions raised are of Les Conway of Essentially Financial Limited and are not endorsed by Flying Colours Advice Limited. Essentially Financial Limited is an appointed representative of Flying Colours Advice Limited. Flying Colours Advice Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. As with all investments, your capital is at risk.